passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a podcast. It's Thursday and Wednesday, not so bad. But we talked a lot about the stupid snow yesterday. And really, for us, not that big a deal. How are you, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. Near the end of the program today, there's a... Uh, an app, a game that's an app on your phone called HQ Trivia. It's not on my phone at all. It's not on your phone. It's not on my phone. It's on lots of phones. People love it. It's this live game show that happens at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. every day. And it's got a couple different hosts, but one guy named Scott uh, was up doing the um, uh, CBS FM morning show. Scott, Scott Shannon. And they had pitched him to us as well. And I said, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Boomer and Geo or anyone on our show knows what it is. I'm just now barely aware of it. Uh, and I know it's very popular, but I don't think we know what it is. So I wanted to pass on the interview. Figured Mark Chernoff would come down going, what are we doing? HQ trivia. So, but the guy was a huge Boomer fan. So he wanted to come down and meet Boomer. And they said, may I bring him down to meet Boomer? So I said, sure. So he was in the control room watching. He's a big fan of WFAN, grew up in New Jersey. And I start to think, I don't know how old this guy is, but, you know, the Boomer and Carton show started ten and a half years ago. You think these guys are probably young guys. They've probably been a Jerry Recco fan for since he was 12. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah, so I he guess. I know to, the girls that were here were very excited to meet him. To meet the HQ Did guy. you not see them outside? I did see them outside. It looked like the Beatles were here. Jerry, I don't get autographs from people. I got an autograph from the HQ guy for Gina's son. That's nice. He's a huge fan. Great. Look at you doing your job. So I kind of felt uh, bad in a way near the end. Uh, Geo and Boomer, I'll be honest with you, 
They seemed like they were running out of gas there near the end. <laughs> and here's this guy would love to be on the show and loves Boomer. So when they threw it to me for something, I was like, oh, do you guys play this trivia game? Because I thought Greg was playing it. He was not trying to work the guy in. But then I think I made Boomer feel like he's not in the know because Boomer didn't know what this game is. Right, clearly. But a lot of us didn't know what it was. You didn't know what it was. I still don't know what it is. But Boomer likes to be in the know. And I think I put him in a bad spot going, hey, you guys don't, as if I went to Boomer and said, are you aware of what Twitter is? Not everyone knows HQ, but the right. people who like it really love it. It's like hockey. Most of us don't pay attention to it, but the people I've who do. I've heard 40 million downloads. 40 million That's downloads. more popular than hockey. Oh, I would love to be that guy. He hosts I know it. you would. He comes on and he goes, uh, he does the trivia. What a gig that is. That guy's Twitter following must be through the roof. Great. So why don't you start a queue? Start your own show. Well, they already Called do. The AD. I would like to fill in for Scott when he can't make it one day. I'm sure you could probably have that happen. And I could read you trivia. explode. You'll be on the E channel. Oh, my gosh. It should be awesome. I could read trivia. You really are celebrity starved. Somewhat. For myself, yes. yes. Yeah. No, I'd love to go on there and go like this. Which of these is not a vegetable? Corn. Snickers bars. Apples. Well, that's a fruit. <laughs> well, you can't say that because then you give away the answer. You catch my drift, Jerry. Yes. I can do that sort of thing. Why don't you start your own game show online? I need to get an app. That These whole developing apps is very pricey. Very expensive. Then I didn't know where to go today because I was very upset with Twitter today. I wasn't sure whether I wanted to uh, bring that up here. No, bring it up. Go for it. The people who follow me personally on Twitter, Al's Boring Tweets, I'm going to go ahead and say 95% of those people are are kind or just normal people. Right. Normal. Right. It might even They're be normal. more than that. Might be more than that. The people who write to the WFAN Mornings account are the worst human beings on the planet. Really? They're really getting unbearable. In what way? They hate everything. Oh. And feel the need to tell me about it. Well, they I think thinking, they're telling. They think they're telling Boomer and Geo, don't they? Well, those are the true idiots. The one that, <laughs> the ones that think they're talking to Boomer. Right. When I'm like, Boomer has a Twitter account. Write to him there if you want. But they like hate everything. Like. This sucks. You suck. This is stupid. Slow news day. It is. A, it's a slow news month for sports. Right, Jerry? It's been rough. So are there going to be not hard-hitting news days? Yeah, there are. We're just kind of dealing with it right now. Yeah, well, the, as always, and sports radio has been around since 1987, I believe, when Mike and Chris invented it. Well, full-time sports radio. They radio before that. Good point, Jerry. Yeah, people Jr., always, People always Bill think Mazur. there are people that think Mike and Chris invented sports talk. But they did not. No, but they were the first full-time four or five-hour-a-day guys. That's yeah. what they were. You know, Art Rose Jr., I believe, was on every night for an hour. John Sterling did sports talk. He did much on a much smaller scale, much smaller. but he did, absolutely. But yeah. this is the first full-time radio station that dedicated right. 24-7 sports. And it's been since 1987, very long, long time. It's a long run. I'll tell you, I was a senior in high school then, Jerry. That's how long ago it was. So there are always... As a freshman. Don't do the math. There are always... Eighth grade. ...going to be slow months in sports talk. Happens every year. And we talk about it months in advance. What were they mostly complaining about? They hated the Cespedes conversation. I didn't particularly like that either. They Did you tweet to me? I did not. They hated the fact that we did a poll about it, as if I was being very serious with my poll. Uh, people, Never checked it, did you? I did check it, actually. 
Uh, overwhelmingly, people don't care if he wears his hat backwards. Right. Then I got the seven-line guy going, is this really a conversation? Let me go ahead and check out your Orange and Blue podcast. I guarantee there's a bunch of who cares topics. This is what sports radio is. This is what the format is. Talking about things that are not a huge... This isn't a big deal. None of it's a big deal. It's sports talk. I'm with you. There's nothing to add to that. We're not exactly curing cancer here. Let me see what other notes I have taken here, Jerry. We're really doing a post-show podcast today, huh? Yeah. Then they go like this. The show is different since Craig left. No kidding. Craig's not here. (laughs) The David Letterman show has really changed since Dave left. You know what's different? The afternoon show. It's... It's not like it was when Mike was right, here. It seems like a three-man no. show now. Yeah. <laughs> I almost hear three voices talking. <laughs> Things change. Mike and Craig are not pairing up and coming walking through this door. Anytime soon. Guess what? Imus is retiring next month. That show's going to be different, I bet. This show's different from Imus. Yeah. It's not a 100-year-old man hosting anymore. It's changed. Things are allowed to change. You've changed. I have changed, Jerry. You have changed. Took some other notes. Let me see what else I got. Reaction, Paul Cespedes, seven line. Slow news day. Show is different. Mike and Craig. No, I nailed it, Jerry. Hit it all. You must really been pissed off. I was you, so you annoyed. Been this fired up in months. I was so annoyed because I listen to the Howard Stern show still, right? There are a lot of days I put it on. I'm like, ugh, this again. But. I would never think to tweet to the Howard Stern show, you blow, this sucks, turning you off. I love when people give me the play-by-play. Turned you off three times today. Well, that means you went back three times. That's true. That is true. Turned you off every day this week. Okay. I don't need all of your play-by-play. Guess what? Uh, uh, I turned off Oprah today. I always say to people, I go, do you watch Oprah? No, I don't. Do you call or tweet to them to tell them you don't watch Oprah? No. Well, that's the problem is the, the time we're living in right now. This would have been so much more fun 20 years ago. Honestly, there's no social media, none of this crap and instant yes. reaction. Now, it has its positives, but for what we do, it's miserable a lot of days. Absolutely miserable. On the show accounts, it it's can, miserable. Yeah. Well, but it's even the personal accounts. They still find you. Yeah. Hey, that segment sucked. Why'd you play that? You suck. Okay. I turned this off. Right. Exactly. And then their suggestions for what we should be doing. I will tell you right now, if we took your suggestions, there would not be any WFAN. NCAA tournament is right around the corner. You haven't mentioned it. It's to say what? Trust me when I tell you people care more about whether Cespedes has his hat on backwards. Here in New York, you are correct. Versus any college basketball. Now, if we were in Chapel Hill, that would be different. Where is this now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. North Carolina. Tar Heels. Yes. Duke. That's college country. Yes. That, if college we were talking country. about UNS Cespedes, they'd be calling and saying, what the hell are you doing? What are you guys doing? Just like if we were talking about Wake Forest and Duke this morning. Right. What are you doing? Exactly. Right. You all right? I'm just annoyed. And I'm I feel a fun like you shrink today. I'm a fun-loving guy. Then what, Al? Generally. Then how'd you feel? How did that make you feel? Shrinks really don't, well. They let you, they let you verbalize your feelings. Yeah. Like a, like a therapist, like Greg goes to. I'm not so sure that they give him any advice as much right. as they give him an outlet to speak his mind. Right, because you can't burden your friends with that. 
You, your friends don't care. Right. Like, I agree. if our drive-in, I just burdened you with all of my troubles instead of telling them to a therapist, you'd be like, holy cow. Right. That's why the silence is much better. Right. Much better. We sit in silence. Is Izzo going to come film one of those? I was thinking instead of making Izzo get up early, I could just film it and hand him over the the videos and let him put something together. You know what I mean? So no sense in him coming to my... Little phone tripod in the back? No, I would just hold it up like I was going to do a whole morning. Okay. Like I get up, I would show uh, me making my coffee. So it's really about you. And then you, when you enter in. Uh, me eating my Cheerios, going through the news, uh, waiting for you uh, to pull up, entering the car, some greetings, conversation, then the the drive, then when we arrive, what that's like. It sounds thrilling. It's going to be inside. You, you just said you're going to take a video of you eating your Cheerios. Yes, that's I correct. I mean, shoot me. Well, you would. they'd be edited quickly. I hope so. You know how they do videos and they... Like if someone's walking and they're going to walk a far distance, they speed it up on yeah. video. It'd be me like shoveling in the, the Cheerios in my mouth, scrolling through through a social media. And the how exactly are you? So you'll have your iPhone on a tripod at home. Yeah. Fancy. Yes, I would. Very fancy. But I'd have to position it, Jerry, so they wouldn't see where I live or what kind of car you drive. You know what I mean? Angles. I don't care. I just don't want the license plate. Angles. Angles. I don't want people knowing where I live. Well, you've already given them the town. <laughs> it's really not that hard, actually, if you put a few things together. It's not that hard to find where anyone lives. Correct. You can Google anybody's it's name and your, their address comes and right up. And for 1999, you can figure out where the damn president lives. Yeah. And I don't mean the White House. I mean prior to and after. Then I got this, Jerry. Uh, yesterday I was paying bills, and uh, I always like to check my credit card statements. And there was a, there was a charge for... Uh, UFC pay-per-view. This is amazing. Me too. Which I don't buy pay-per-views Me neither. of people punching each other. Me neither. I'm out for that. I have no interest. And I got the same. When you said yeah. it, I had noticed something too. I kind of thought my son did it, which, yes. is, which is not the case. Not the case. And I went and checked. A day prior to you, I had a very similar charge yeah. from Ultimate Fighting. Yes. $73.26. Yes, that's what mine was. When I called the credit card company, they said, oh, you ordered a UFC pay-per-view. They have since deactivated my card. Yeah, mine as well. That's Who do you think stole it? I don't know. I'm going to say Isaac Feldman. But here's the or thing. Pete Hoffman. It had to be a place, Jerry, where both of us gave our credit cards. Red Bank. What about we that hotel? Ca- I paid cash, though. What about the hotel in Minnesota? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't give him that card. You didn't? No. Nope. When, what I, go, about- when I usually travel, it's American Express only. Is this the- is my debit card. Is that card that was hacked the same one that you use for the parking app in New York? Uh, it's not. Hmm. That's American Express. Wow. So this is quite it. a mystery. So I would tell everyone out it. there, check your credit cards to see if you if you were charged for a fighting pay-per-view. Yeah, Ultimate Fighters. And for the date for me, it was February 26th. You said yours was the 27th, right? 27th. So that's the time frame right there. It just sucks because now my card's canceled. Yeah. And, I, and I know it's overnight. Maybe I'll get it tomorrow, if not Saturday, I hope. Yes. But that's like, like I need that card. Right. We need that. Whatever. We stuck without it for a few days. So Yes. No spending of cash. No spending of cash for you. Jerry, do you have an Alexa at home, an Amazon Alexa? I do. So I really use it. I got to be honest. Yeah. Here's what I use it for. What's the temperature yeah. and play a song? Yeah. That's it's, about it. It's, it's, uh, 
novelty is worn off. Yeah, it's it's and it can do a lot, but it takes too much time to figure it out. I'm yes. not interested. Right. I'm just not. I love like Gina will ask the Alexa all sorts of questions, and I laugh as soon as she asks because I'm like, Alexa's not going to know that. Like what? Like you have to ask Alexa very specific fact based questions. Alexa, what time will the sun set today? Right. Alexa, what's the weather? Mm-hmm. She'll ask, like, Alexa, what was that show that used to come on after Three's Company that had the one guy? I'm like, no, what? Alexa's <laughs> not going to know that. That's actually funny. <laughs> now, well, you know, I'll use it for two scores. Yes. If I need a current score. Love a it's, score. It's good for that, too. Yes, I agree. But beyond that. Eh. Right. And I feel bad because my wife bought it for me. And at yes. first it was, I mean, the most amazing oh. thing ever. And I do use it with the music. Yes. You know, it's not like it's not used anymore. You could have it play the radio station, too, you could say. Yes, I do all the time. Right. And I have it in the kitchen where if I'm going to make dinner or something, I go, beautiful. But, eh. You should, let's turn someone's on right now. Alexa, what's the weather? No. Alexa, play Leonard Skinnerd. Alexa. Stop. Play... <laughs> you have to a lot of times go, Alexa, Stop. Alexa, play porn sound. (laughs) (laughs) That skill has not yet been enabled. Oh, it's enabled. (laughs) Well, anyway, some people's Alexas are creepily laughing. People are hearing a laughing coming from their Alexa. Really? The company is looking into it and is aware of the issue. They're aware of it? Yeah. So it's legit? Yes. I do not want my Alexa to... Do you ever been in your house when it's quiet and all of the, a sudden the Alexa will go, one pound equals 16 ounces? You're like, what? No, it's never yeah, happened. Yeah, mine sometimes, I don't know what it's hearing. I think we got to get rid of these things, man. Yes. <laughs> an Ohio. Never, never had that happen. An Ohio woman found a human tooth. In her Alexa? Nope. In a bag of cashews. She found a do you believe tooth. these stories? Sometimes. Or do you think sometimes they buy the cashews, put a tooth in it, and then go run back into the store just horrified? I think they're, if you tell me you found like a cricket in there, yes, like some sort of bug, sure. A human tooth with blood on it in your cashews, no. How? Whose tooth is that? Right. Someone from the factory lost their tooth and said, yeah. this will be hilarious. Yeah, let me jam it in the, yeah. Ravina, Ohio. I'm sure she's suing somebody. Of course. For damages. Yeah. She found a foreign object craft in a Kraft Heinz product. Well, you should go after Kraft Heinz. They make a fortune, right? Right. She's probably like, I'm sure they'll settle with me for something. There, there, how about that? There was a Cigna just bought a Scripps, I, Express Scripps. Yeah. What the purchase price was? Cigna bought Express Scripps? Yeah. One one billion dollars, sixty-seven billion dollars. Is that well, amazing? That means they think they can spend sixty-seven billion and make more. Right. Oh my God. Right. We're we're gonna turn a profit on this. Which is why if you go to someone like Kraft Heinz, yeah, you sue them for ten million dollars and you settle for eight hundred thousand, you're doing right. just fine, and they write it off on their taxes. Right. <laughs> That's what this woman's doing. And finally, Jerry. And finally, in the news. An otter. A sea otter? Uh, an, um, uh, yes, a sea otter. Or an otter. I don't know if it's in the sea. <laughs> an otter in Florida attacked a kayaker. 
I didn't think they were attacking animals. Here's a quote. Well, if you were probably swimming along and this oar started batting you in the head, (laughs) (laughs) you might attack too. (laughs) Quote, all of a sudden, the otter jumped on the kayak, and two seconds later, he jumped on me. (laughs) Could you imagine the horror? (laughs) A 77-year-old person. Oh, come on. He was an old guy? It was a woman. Hearing her screams... Hearing her screams, the husband flipped his boat. I was in the water with a paddle just trying to beat the otter off her back. (laughs) There must be a good end to the story because we're talking about it. Like, they're all fine. After a tussle in the water, the animal released its grip, leaving the woman with a bite and scratch marks on her arm. Boy, I'll tell you what, she's lucky it didn't pull her down. And her nose. That's terrible. And her earlobe was bit. Ew. She was taken to the hospital where she got stitches and treatment for rabies. I'm sure. Huh. Yeah. A life jacket prevented her back. Example number 144, why you should just stay in your house and not go anywhere. I don't go anywhere where there's creatures. I don't want any creatures. (laughs) Well, we have creatures here. We have mouse traps all over the place. What are you talking about? I've never seen a mouse in any of the traps, though. Here. You lived in an area where there were bears and raccoons all over the place in Basking Ridge. That's true. So, you know, you got to leave your apartment once in a while. Every once in a while. Unless you want to be a complete shut-in. No, no, no. Tell you me more. You be a shut-in. No, you Tell don't. me more about this. You need some vitamin D in your life. You got to get some sunshine. All right. Come on now. Are you all right? You feel yes, better? I do feel better. Okay. You were just pissed off at the beginning. Yeah, I just... Uh, the, uh, I, 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 I let you go. I'm like, maybe I should give Izzo the uh, morning show Twitter account to handle, and I don't touch it anymore. Well, that's a great idea. Although I feel like I've built it up to 95,000 followers. I should control it. Then control it. I mean, what are we doing here? Not sure. Are you an overthinker? I saw on Facebook today, overthinkers tend to have trouble making decisions. Yes. Are you an overthinker? I am, and then you regret whatever decision you make. Initially, you regret it. Got it. That's big for me as well. I overthink too, but I don't, I, that's one issue I don't have. Regret? Decisions. Oh. You make them and you're, move I'm on. I'm good. I mean, whatever. That's good. That shirt or that shirt, I'll take that one. So be it. That car or that car, I got it. <laughs> if I don't one. like it, I turn it in and get another one. Right. <laughs> All right. You stew for five years. Yes. <laughs> Why don't I get this? Why what did I, I buy this for two fifty a month? Yeah, <laughs> All right, I gotta go. All right, Jerry, warm up next. Yeah. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good Thursday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. What is up, Albert Stephen Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? Uh, we're getting into uh, wedding season, and uh, people, I don't know if you did this when you were sending out your wedding invites, Jerry. They uh, email or uh, send out a wedding invite to famous people. I like that idea. So some uh, clown uh, sent to Eli Manning a wedding invitation. And Eli Manning actually wrote back a a, a can't make it. Classy. Classy. But the problem with that is now everyone's going to send Eli Manning a wedding invitation because everyone wants that personal response back. You know what I'm saying, What do you do when you get invitations from your fans? I haven't got... Actually, I have got it. I got uh, twice invitations from uh, listeners, Jerry, or... 
diehard fans of mine. Did you give them written responses? I did, I did give written responses. Thank you. <laughs> and a I letter? even... I did not take a letter. No. I wrote on the... I, you, you know how they send you... just checked off no one return, returned it. No. I tried <laughs> to be very personal. I wrote... This a, blows. <laughs> wow. Did, not did you write, really? Did not write that on their wedding invite. I wrote, have a boring life together. I mean, this just stinks. So I understand, Jerry. But someone like Eli, now he's going to get hit up with every giant fan in the area. Mm, probably not. Where would I wouldn't even know where to send Eli giant Manning. Giant Stadium. Or, I'm sorry, MetLife Stadium. So just write Eli Manning, MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I think it would find its way to him. Absolutely. Like, where else? What are you going to Google his, his home address in Hoboken or yeah. wherever he lives, Jersey City or just, something? Yeah, I'd go over to Hoboken, check think... check in at local delis. Anyone here know where Eli lives? Right, or you could just send it to the stadium. I need to deliver this. Yeah, he's there every day. He'll get the his stadium? mail. stadium? Yeah. Maybe a couple weeks off now, but they're working out every day, I bet. Back in the day, those guys used to get a ton of mail. Like, Boomer, in the Boomer era, before uh, social media. What was the Boomer era? I'm gonna uh, the Boomer era for me. Late I'm, '80s, early '90s. Yeah, I'm gonna go '88 to '93 uh, for me. So That's the an era, era is now five years. Yeah, the Boomer. Well, the Boomer era. Got it. To me, was like five years. Boomer time. Boomer time. That guy probably showed up to his locker room in Cincinnati with a stack of mail. Yes. Every day. And he probably responded to every one of them. Right. Suck it! (laughs) (laughs) That was his standard response for wedding invites. (laughs) He would just hit them with that. Jerry, this is something that I think is going to annoy Boomer when he gets in here, so I'm going to do it now. I don't know if you saw the 30 for 30 uh, that came out. I think it was last year. It was about the replacement players in I the did, NFL. on the Redskins. Yeah, during the uh, 87 strike. Mm-hmm. And the Redskins won the Super Bowl that year. And their scab team went 3-0. and Yes. And one of the things that the that uh, documentary profiled is how they really were played as a team uh, versus some of these other uh, scab teams that had, like, and that, and they said in part that's because no Redskins players crossed the line, so it was all just the replacement players. Right. There were a lot of teams that had a lot of players crossing the picket line. Yes, like your Dallas Cowboys. Yes, several guys. That's several true. guys. Yes, the Jets had some guys, yeah. and then that gave a discord to those teams. Mm-hmm. But the Redskins were all—I don't like the term "scab" players, replacement, replacement players. They went three and zero. The Redskins win the Super Bowl. Many people felt those dudes deserved rings. Well, they're getting them. Now, are they going to get the exact same rings that they got back then? They're getting replacement rings. Or are they getting better and more expensive ones now because it's 2018? No, I think you got to give them the exact rings the other other real Redskins players got. So got to make them, right? Yeah. Or do they just have them lying around? They're not lying around. Okay. You so got to be make more them. valuable now. You never know. I, good for them. You know what? They were a part of it. I didn't like those games either, but yeah. I did watch them. Me too. And if you win 3-0 and on a Super Bowl champion team, I think they deserve it. Right. You got them into the playoffs. Yes, I agree. Now, would you ever cross the picket line? I, I No. Let's I'd... say you came to work and the big rat was yeah. outside, but oh, it was love... for us, and it I... wasn't for one of the other companies in the building because we see that all the time i love a giant inflatable rat out in front of a building the picket line knowing that eddie scazzeri might flip your nissan no i would i'd be very afraid uh for fear of my life even though i'm not even in a union i wouldn't want to get beat up i want to see my mommy please that'd be more my speed so you'd be good you'd be a 
employee yeah. union guy. I'd be like, I see a big rat in front of the building. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> you run the other way. I'm going to run the other way because I don't want to get punched. Have you ever been involved in some sort of a strike or work stoppage? No. When you were that 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 cashier at Walgreens or drug fair or whatever yeah, the hell actually, it was back in the day. There was, there, was... An, there was an incident at the drug fair back in the day. Um, I was hired at uh, three forty-five an hour. That was minimum wage 100 years ago. Right. And uh, I had worked there a couple of years. Career was going great. And uh, they started hiring new employees at 425 an well, hour. Well, you were making 345 yeah. So you demanded a raise. They said no. They said this to uh, me and my friend Paul, who I do the podcast with. You were working at the drugstore with Paul yeah. back in 1963 or no, whatever year it was? It was uh, 86. Wow. And they said, that's the going rate for employees now. You could go find other work. Why wouldn't you just quit and reapply? They probably wouldn't have hired me. See, that's I, not I don't right. know what I did. That's I, not right. I think we did a silent protest, Jerry, where we, like, at the end of the night when I was supposed to sweep up, I probably didn't do a great job. Oh, yeah, that really You got know him. what I mean? Really stuck it to the man. Yeah, well, you stuck it to the man, all right. Yeah. As you continue to cash your three dollar and forty five an hour checks, for me in eighty nine, I think I made six dollars an hour at a oh. gas station. What were you doing? Three forty five an hour, pathetic. I guess I was just comfortable. Uh, I guess, or just naive, lazy. He's lazy. No, you weren't lazy. You were working. I was working. Yes, thank you. Uh, and then this, um, the Royals, Kansas City Royals baseball team, Jerry. They're being yeah. praised for being the first Major League Baseball team. To have an anti-pornography seminar. People make themselves feel better by watching pornography. And that's not right. Right. That's not right. You're not supposed to watch pornography. They say it's as addicting as drugs and alcohol. So they're trying to get ahead of it, Jerry, by uh, having a seminar for players and coaches. Well, the bigger message was more so that I guess it leads to domestic violence. And so they were trying to stop that in its tracks. I see. But, yes, I did see that. Yeah, they're saying other teams, after the, seeing this, may do similar things. The problem with it is, you know, they put it out there, like the organization that, you know, got it together mm-hmm. pretty much said, you know, the Royals and their players are taking a stand against pornography. Yes. You're going to tell me none of them are going to look at it again? Not after the seminar, Jerry. Right, sure. Keep telling yourself that. They, they sat through the seminar. I, I saw, mean, it's a good thing they did it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it, but I'm not, I, I'm not sure that that's never going to be on their computer screen or video screen ever again. There's no way. Let me tell you how dumb some people are with pornography, Jerry. I just saw this uh, article from Pornhub. There are a pornography. You, know, you love Pornhub. Just their, just their scientific department where they do studies. They said after the Oscars, okay, people went on to this porn website and searched for Jennifer Lawrence. She is a real actress. She's not on <laughs> Pornhub, you Dopes. Are there Jennifer Lawrence lookalikes? I don't know. You didn't search it. I'd love to give everyone this anti-porn uh, seminar that the Royals sat through. How long do you think that is? The seminar? Yeah. One hour. Uh, not bad. Yeah. What I they... think if you keep your seminars to an hour, you get your message across without you, boring everybody. You could do a TED Talk. A TED Talk. On pornography. Hi. My name is Al Dukes. Welcome to TED Talks. <laughs> I would know where to begin. <laughs> exactly. What am I doing here? I'm sure a lot of you watch pornography. That's wrong. The end. <laughs> That's it. That's my TED you guys talk. Guys, have a great day. I want to make a. It's a lot of millennials there, Jerry. I want to make sure I'm in and out before they get bored. 
This portion brought to you by Walgreens. Switch your Medicare Part D prescriptions to Walgreens and start saving today with co-pays as low as zero dollars on select plans with Tier One generics. Walgreens trusted since 1901. Hi, take a br- my name is Al Dukes. Welcome to TED Talks. <laughs> and coming up, Boomer and Geo next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by CC's St. John's last night did beat Georgetown and the Giants acquire Alec Ogletree. All that and a lot more coming up with Boomer and Geo. This portion is sponsored by CC's New Crust, new sauce, New York-style pizza. Now at CC's, grab an extra large slice of their new meatball pepperoni pizza and new cheesecake brownies for dessert. There's so much to love in the buffet for just five and change. Only at CC's, prices vary, restrictions apply. You've got two and a half minutes, Two and a half minutes. Jerry, uh, yesterday was a huge nor'easter in this area. Not really. Well. There really wasn't. I looked out my window. I saw a lot of giant snowflakes. And uh, all the news people were on location. What happened to the 12 inches of snow we were supposed to get in That didn't happen. It looks like 1.2 inches. I think the rain washed a lot of it away. I don't think it ever got here. The Northeastern women's basketball team, though, Jerry, they got stuck in the Nor'easter. Yes. Their bus... In Philly. In Philly. Their bus got stuck and the women of the basketball team got out and pushed the bus out of the snow. You know what the funniest part of the story is? The coach didn't help. Is that a guy coach? The coach pulled an Al Dukes. Yeah. And decided you guys got it. Right. I'm going to film. Oh uh, yeah! This morning, uh, when uh, you picked me up, Jerry, you go, "Oh, the uh, tire pressure light is on." Oh, so annoying! You go, "I hope we make it." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, well, if we are in like the Bronx or wherever we cut we through to come here, we pull the car here. over and we change the tire in five minutes and we go to work." I was like, "Would Jerry find it hilarious if I videotaped it for a?" I might hit you post. over the head with a tire iron. <laughs> I was really contemplating. It's bad like, enough that the last time it happened, you sat in the car and watched and didn't offer to help. Yeah. If you actually got out with that phone, I might hit you over the head with a tire right. iron and then take your phone and step on it right. until it's a hundred pieces. And leave me in Brooklyn. No, I'd take you to work. You would have. Yes. Because uh, no that phone. would make you upset. If I was uh, stuck in Brooklyn? Yes. I would have uh, called somebody. That would be worse than you getting hit over the head with a tire iron, I think. And if I would have had no phone, I couldn't even call like Uber or Lyft. I significantly might beat you with the tire iron yeah. if you did that. You'd be on uh, one of those ID channel shows. <laughs> I might, yes. I beat a man. So I would have been like uh, the coach. I wouldn't have helped uh, the women basketball team push that bus out. That would have been embarrassing if I stayed on a bus in a women's basketball. We're pushing you? <laughs> yeah, pushed me out of the bus. And yet so fitting for you. How does a bus get stuck? Uh, I thought it was heavy... too icy and it was slightly uphill. I thought heavy cars. You really read the story, huh? <laughs> so I read the headline, Jerry. It I said know. women's. Like you even said, you you filled in some details for me. Philadelphia did not know that. <laughs> Coach stayed on the bus, was not aware didn't of that. Stayed on the bus, got out and videoed and filmed. <laughs> he got out for their social media post. She did, yes, I believe. Oh, here are the women of Northeastern basketball. Pushing a bus out of the snowbank. Did you know when the bus took him to shoot around, there was no snow on the ground? They came out an hour later and it was snow. Not yet. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center 
anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? (laughs) <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.